Welcome everybody back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. So I am back with Anthony today. Um, as you know, if you watched our last episode, Anthony is a Bears fan. So we're going to be previewing this this weekend's matchup. Uh, now we are going to unfortunately not be seeing Trey Lance versus Justin Fields in this game. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the starter. However, I do expect Trey Lance to be sprinkled in a little bit. Um, initially, it sounded like the Niners were, had just decided, okay, we're going to keep rolling with Jimmy Garoppolo as the starter. Um, but it doesn't seem like that's exactly the case. They want, or Kyle Shanahan wants Trey Lance to have a full week of practice before starting him. Um, another friend of the pod, John Chapman, who has a big Niners show, um, he was talking about it on Twitter. I saw, and he's like, "Look, I, and he's a person that would be very critical of the 49ers, I feel like in in, in the past. Um, but he's a big Kyle Shanahan guy. He said, "Look, I'm not super mad at Kyle for this kind of stuff yet. However," If next week Trey Lance goes in and he has a full week of practice and he is not the starter, that's when it becomes a problem for me. So I'm going to kind of, you know, follow his his lead on that. I'm going to agree with that. I think, you know, it's better to be safe than sorry with a rookie quarterback. And I think they want him to be in a good spot to succeed. Um, I feel like they didn't really feel like that was the case in Arizona and they want him to have that full week, really know that he's the starter um, before like moving in just because we've seen Jimmy as the starter for so many years. I think they're done with him though. I think they're officially kind of like done with Jimmy Garoppolo as the starter of this team. And it like, it has turned over to Trey Lance, but it's just going to be one more week. So Anthony, what do you think about this game? What do you think about the Niners, the bears, Khalil Max potentially out big deal there, but how do you feel heading into this week? Yeah. Khalil Max is going to be a big issue. Obviously if he's not able to go, it's, it's looking like he won't play. And obviously he's a big part of their defense. However, I think Roquan Smith is having another year that not a lot of people talk about. So I think defensively, I think the Bears are going to be okay. We still have question marks in the secondary, but in, in terms of the front seven, even without Khalil Mack, there, there's something to be reckoned with. My issue is obviously going to be on the offensive side of the ball. And they haven't shown when Matt Nagy called, calls plays that they're going to be able to score enough points. And so this, you know, I think the, we talked about this earlier, the the – the over-under was 39, I believe you said. I'm going to just tell you, if you're a betting man, bet the under. This will be the under. Um, I can almost guarantee that it will be the under. And the problem is going to be – now, I will say this. If Matt Nagy's calling plays. So in the four losses that the Bears have, Matt Nagy's been calling the plays in their three wins. It's been Bill Lazor. So it's not coincidence that that's the case. Matt Nagy does not know how to call a game for this quarterback um and 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 that's and that's what you're going to see so i think in terms of previewing the game you're going to see well you know you're going to tell them what they're going to see from the niners we're going to see from the bears if they have a chance of winning is a lot of runs right very short quick passes uh you're not going to really see maybe the occasional deep uh to uh mooney uh that's kind of been justin field's kind of guy um but yeah they've shown nothing that suggests they're going to score more than 17 points this week so one thing that's very interesting about that is defensively, the 49ers front seven is great. Nick Bosa is there. They might not have D4. They might not have Aziz. Javon Kinlaw is not going to be there. So they are banged up, but still it's a very strong front seven. And every every rep, Nick Bosa is going to have a significant advantage against whoever he's lined up against. I bet they move him around quite a bit. Uh, I expect to have to see a field day from him. However, the thing that has absolutely killed the Niners, because I, I, like I like what you're saying, just – because of this, the Niners have been getting shredded on defensive pass interference where they get into one-on-one -on -one situations. Um, also, this is like 
it feels like it's exclusively on third down and they'll bring a blitz. They'll, you know, have a safety like roaming in the middle of the field. They'll do whatever. And whoever's outside the, the opposing quarterback will take deep shots down the field. And it feels like it, it feels like, and this is, this is not how much it is, but it feels like 10 out of 10 times. It's been a defensive pass interference when they've uh, done that. Well, so, well sa- sadly for the bears, our DBs aren't close enough to the wide receivers to pass interfere. They're blown coverages and they're wide open and they're walking into the end zone. So I actually might take that issue of pass interferences over what we've been seeing this season. From the Bears defense, the secondary. From the Bears secondary. Yeah. yeah, I think you saw it most. I think you saw it the most in that first game, obviously. Um, but yeah, you just blown coverage, safety misreads it or whatever. There's miscommunication and just I mean, there isn't guys 10 yards. Uh, within 10 yards of the receiver, which is is probably worse. Uh, it, no, is worse. Let's is worse than a pass interference. Yeah, I mean, yeah. okay. The one thing I'll say is like it, it, the same. I I don't know. I guess you're right because like at least like you're there at playing the at ball. At least you're there, right? If you <laughs> hey, you can adjust a little bit and, and and maybe knock down the ball versus get getting the pi. And it's funny that you said you know about the the front seven. I feel like the Niners and the Bears are really kind of parallel in the sense that. They've got two kind of veteran quarterbacks. Now, one that you guys are still holding on to, the other that, hey, because of an injury, is probably like, hey, he's not playing anymore. But two veteran quarterbacks that probably shouldn't be starters in Garoppolo and Dalton. You've got two really talented, skillful kind of rookie quarterbacks in Lance and Fields who don't have game plans that help them be better. There's both kind of issues with the wide receivers due to obviously some injuries. Like at least you guys have Debo. You know, Allen Robinson – is great, right? Like he's a top ten receiver, just not working with Fields, unfortunately. He has the, I think he has a foot out the door. Yeah, I and think I, he, I think you're right. I think like I, said, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded before Tuesday, and that would make everybody happy, even me. I love Allen Robinson, but like free Robinson, let him let him go be on a contender because he deserves that at this point in, in his career. But then, so that's the offense. There's all the question marks. We both have really good front sevens. We both have a guy on defense who can cause who can wreak havoc. Right. And then we both have really big concerns in the secondary. Like they're very, very similar, which I don't know if that's going to make this a great game or a horrible game. Um, I do know it'll probably be low scoring, however. Another thing two stud rookie six round running backs and Khalil <laughs> Herbert and Elijah Mitchell. Because Khalil Herbert's great. And also, like, Khalil Herbert has looked fantastic. Yes. I'm a, I'm very, very high on David Montgomery. I think he, I think he is one of the most underrated skill, like skill position 100%. players in the NFL. Yeah. And Khalil yeah, Herbert's come out before his injury. He was, top, I believe, top five in rushing. Oh, and um, last year he was last year he was last, top five too. Yeah, yeah. It's just this year, uh, unfortunately, injuries um, kind of derailed that. But for sure, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, so it it is interesting, like when you bring up the parallels because it, it is pretty similar. I think the one now, I I think you agree with this. Now, some 49er fans right now do not agree with this. People are very upset about Kyle Shanahan. I understand. Like, I get the frustration in a year where you're supposed to be a contender, you're losing four straight games. And they've even asked Kyle about it. He's like, yeah, I deserve criticism. We've lost four games in a row. You lose four games in a row, you're you're going to get criticized a lot. Um, if, you want never... any of your, if you want any of your Niners fans to feel better, ask them to reach out to any of this, their friends who are Bears fans because we will trade you Nagy for Shanahan in a heartbeat, like without hesitation. I don't want, I don't want that. No, I know you would. Exactly. Exactly. It's <laughs> exactly my point. So Anthony, one thing I, I want to bring up too, and I, I was going to talk about this last episode when we were talking about uh, Justin Fields and stuff, but I did a, uh, and this wasn't on this channel, but I did a, an episode about like Trey Lance and Justin Fields on a different channel, like in the draft prospect process or like right after the NFL draft. 
Um, and I, I've told you, I, I like both these guys a lot. My big thing on on uh, Justin Fields was the biggest thing for him is going to be how quick is Nagy gone and who can replace him. And yeah. Bears fans were livid. They were they were backing Matt Nagy, and I was so confused. I've talked to you about it. You're like, yeah, Matt Nagy's terrible. Like you've said that time and time again. I feel like they were like saying, oh no, like it's all on Mitch. I'm like, dude, you can't just keep rolling with Mitch. You're in and you're out. Like that's a problem. Like you have to recognize, oh, Mitch is probably not going to get it done. Let's figure out a better solution than trading for Nick Foles. You know, like- I think I think people forget Mitch played well his first season. They won ten games. Their offense looked good. Um, and then Matt Nagy started dipping his hands in the, you know, I always say this, if too many chefs dip their finger in the soup, the soup comes out tasting like, you know what, it's not good. And, and that's what happened. He started putting his fingerprints all over it. And I'm, I'm sorry, I, I get it. He comes from Kansas City. He comes from that Andy Reid coaching tree. He's not a good play caller. He's not, he hasn't shown that he can scheme for, 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 for the quarterback. He's kind of – he reminds me of these old-school kind of guys where this is what we're going to do. You figure out how to do it. But that's not the way – you can't coach that way anymore. Yeah, so what is your uh, your score position for, uh, prediction for this game? Um, we're going to take off in a second here, but but what, do you, what are you thinking? Because the under is low at 39, but you're still taking the under. I'm, ta- I'm taking the under. It's going to be like a 19-16. It's going like to be a weird 19-17 kind of game. So it's going to be close. And honest, I'm going to pick the Bears, obviously, but you can go 19-17. You can flip-flop whichever team you want. That's probably going to be, you know, maybe 19-15. It's going to be a re- – you're going to see, like, field goals. You're going to see – I don't know that you're going to see a safety, but you're going to see, like, a weird kind of – I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears have one touchdown and, what, three field goals. So what does that give them, 16? So so there you go. It might be – you know, let's, let's hope they can keep them. Because don't forget, I think they're the third worst – Points per game at 14.4, 14.6 per game. So they're only putting up 14 points something points a game anyways. So me saying 16 or 17, that's actually good. There's better than their their average for the year. Sad. I'm, I'm going to go 17 to 9, 49ers. I don't think it's going to be pretty. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be pretty on either side, but that's what I'm going to go with. I think it's going to be you know a low-scoring game like you said. I think for the Niners defense, it feels like – Actually, they've actually been, I think, the the best red zone offense. I probably haven't been getting to the red zone very often. That's been, you know, the big issue there. But defensively, like I said, a lot of PIs. But the Bears' offensive line is not good. You haven't seen them, you know, be a team that can really push the ball downfield, which, unfortunately, that's one of Justin Fields' best attributes. So we haven't really seen that. But I think it's going to be an ugly game. I think it's going to be one where, for the Niners or for the Bears, it's going to help them a lot in terms of, like, all right, because they're both they are both in theory fighting for the seventh seed. Yeah. We'll see what that looks like in a month, but it's a huge game. It's a very very huge game when yeah. you talk about like wild card stuff. But the problem is like fan bases, coaches, like everyone's just kind of down right now. But that's gonna do it for today's episode. Thank you again, Anthony, for coming on. Super fun talking about some football with you. Definitely have you on soon. Um, but I could tell the the family's getting restless back there. So <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go. if you can hear them, you know what they're saying. They're saying, they're saying bench all your fantasy players in this game. <laughs> yeah, so right, thank man. everyone for listening, and I'll talk to you very soon.